Welcome back to Local News Live. I'm Victoria Shirley. We're following a story out of South Carolina where a former attorney is charged in the murder of his wife and son. That attorney was in court today and in the courtroom was uh, investigative reporter Blair Sable. And Blair is joining us here today to not only talk to us about that case, but also um, just to explain if people are just Joining us, she's going to also give us a recap. So first of all, thank you so much, Blair, for joining us here on Local News Live. Well, thanks so much for having me. I am pleased to be here. And as you mentioned, it's a little complicated. There are a lot of layers to this case. So before we got to uh, today's proceedings, which have taken about 13 months since the actual murders took place last June. Now, Alec Murdoch, as you mentioned, he is a prominent lawyer here in Colleton County, uh, as well as Hampton County, a lot of these rural counties that are outside of Charleston. And he has ties, his family has ties to the 14th Circuit Solicitor's Office, essentially, and in other places, what's known as a district attorney. Uh, so he's from a prominent family, a powerful family. He was well known here in this community. And as I mentioned, last June, his wife and son were found murdered. He was actually the one to call 911 uh, when that took place. He said he had found the bodies. And in that time, in those 13 months, uh, what the state has presented is several financial crimes. He has been indicted on several and is facing more than 80, that he defrauded a lot of his clients, that he stole insurance settlement money, uh, and he was using uh, faked accounts that he had created uh, through his law firm or what we thought was through his law firm uh, to to basically steal uh, million, millions of dollars, about $10 million, I believe, at this point. So it wasn't just these murders that he has been accused of. He has been accused of stealing his client's money. And this has all come out in the last 13 months or so. A lot of layers complicated characters, a lot going on, but it has taken months to get to this point. Yeah, it seems like a lot to digest and unwrap there. And Blair, you were in the courtroom today and we saw that he was denied bond and that's actually something that his attorneys wanted mm -hmm. too? Yes, yes. And that was something that's surprising. A, a lot of uh, lawyers who are reacting to this case, they throw on, around this word unusual. That is an unusual request from the defense team. In the past, his defense team uh, lawyers, Dick Harputlian and Jim Griffin, they have requested uh, that he get bond, in some cases even lowering that bond. But today, they said that they wanted uh, to deny bond or they, or they didn't care rather uh, if bond was not granted because they're worried about tainting the jury pool. Um, and they're also worried about a lot of information getting out in this case. Um, they also requested a gag order to be issued. Now that has not been granted by the judge at this point, uh, but they have not spoken to media. Uh, needless to say, this case has gotten a lot of attention over the last year, um, just with the prominence of the person who is at the center of all of this, as well as the lives that have been affected in this case. All right, and you had mentioned that some are describing some of what happened today as unusual. Anything else from your perspective inside the courtroom that really stood out to you that you want to share with us? Sure. Uh, so it's unusual that the state uh, is in agreement with a lot of these requests that the defense is making the gag order. They're also requesting a speedy trial. They want to see this go to trial uh, 
at least by the end of this year. And the state was on board with a lot of these requests, and the state has not really uh, mentioned much about this case. We still don't know what ties Murdoch to these murders at this point, uh, but that was something that was pretty unusual for both sides to be in agreement. Uh, and of course, a lot of the information being kept under tight wraps. All right, and you had mentioned they want a speedy trial. What is the reason behind that, that they're trying to rush this to trial? Sure. So the defense team argues that the real killer, the one who they believe killed Maggie and Paul Murdoch, is still on the loose. They have maintained their client's innocence uh, from the get-go. They say that it's unfair that the state has targeted Alec Murdoch as the sole suspect in these last 13 months. Uh, so they believe that uh, someone else is responsible now to mention uh, that this murder or these murders rather happened at a family property uh, in rural South Carolina in Islandton. It's here in Colleton County, so it's unclear who might have had access uh, to this location. Um, and they did not mention in court uh, who might, might be responsible uh, for these homicides. All right. And Blair, you know, this has been a story that's been incredibly talked about, not just in South Carolina, but around the nation. Why do you think it's captured the attention of your community and also beyond? Yeah, absolutely. You aren't wrong. I think the reason why this has resonated with so many viewers across the country and even internationally is because it, it really does read like a true crime novel over these past few months, layer by layer has been peeled back. And this is a very prominent family. So for a lot of the folks here, they know the Murdoch name. If you search through any of the court filings, there are guaranteed to be uh, close relative close relatives or distant relatives, someone who is related to the Murdoch family, someone who has been touched by the Murdoch family. And an interesting note, in the courtroom today, there is a painting of Buster Murdoch. Now, that was the 14th Circuit solicitor uh, from the 50s to about the 80s. That is Alec Murdoch's grandfather. And that painting was up on the courtroom walls today, the very courtroom uh, that he was in front of a judge for. So not only was it a prominent family here, but the case is just so crazy and so many layers that it is just something that everyone wants to keep their eyes on. Absolutely. And it sounds like he has deep roots in your community that you're reporting from. So you had mentioned that you're, you've worked on several background stories and are going to be turning some more uh, later in your evening newscast. If people are watching this from any of our great TV stations, we've got more than 100. How can they access your work and follow up on this story out of Live 5 News? Sure. So we do have a tab on our website, live5news.com. If you go to the upper left-hand corner and you go to the news tab and you collect or you select the drop-down menu, we do have a tab. It's called the Murdoch Cases. And you can go back to the very beginning, back in June 2021, when this murder uh, was first reported. You can look at all of the stories that we have done since there are dozens. And as you mentioned, yes, we will be covering this all evening as well as any future stories that might pop up. 
All right, again, we are speaking with Blair Sable. She's the Live 5 News investigative reporter inside that courtroom where we followed the, or where we're following the story of the former South Carolina attorney who pleaded not guilty to the murder of his wife and son. We're going to let Blair go because she's got plenty more work to do and she's going to be turning content for her later newscast. So, Blair, thank you so much for your time and making time for us here on Local News Live. All Thank right. you so much. We're going to let Blair go, and we're going to do a quick recap here of everything we just talked about. So let me go ahead and uh, run through this here for you. So Alex Murda, this is his first court appearance in Colleton County, South Carolina, since being indicted in the murder case last week. Now, despite his not guilty plea, he agreed, agreed to remain jailed without bond. And the defense team wanted to avoid a bond hearing that might reveal new information about the killings. They are worried that new information would risk pre uh, prejudicing potential jurors when the case goes to trial. And again, uh, our station, Live 5 News, is on top of this story. Blair Sable there will have a report this evening. And she also has produced several wrap packages, which... In, in short, wrap packages are just background information to show you where it started and where it's, go where it's going and what's next. So be sure to go to live5news.com for more information there.